0: This is Doreet Kemsley, and this is what I wore when I found the baby making dress.
1: Welcome to What I Wore When, a production of Glamour and iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Perry Samitin. Each week, I'm sitting down with a woman I find fascinating to talk about what she wore during a pivotal moment in her life. We're using the power of style tell the stories you haven't heard. I'm a self-proclaimed Bravo-holic, so I couldn't have been more excited to sit down with Dorit Kemsley, a key cast member on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Dorit joined the show in 2016 and became a fan favorite with her slightly ambiguous accent, two adorable children, and talent manager husband PK, who joined her during our interview in L.A. Dorit showed up wearing all black, an outfit she described as casual and chill and included heavy-hitting labels like Off-White and Prada. Honestly, she looked like an edgier version of the woman I watch on TV, and I mean that in a good way. I wanted everything she had on. While we mostly steered clear of housewife gossip, we talked a lot about the show in the abstract, how the cast chooses their outfits, how they get mic'd up, her lifestyle brand Beverly Beach, and why real housewives always seem to look better and better every season. I was especially intrigued by Dorit's rationale for buying clothes and shoes and bags well into the thousands of dollars, which on paper sounds hard to relate to, but I left with a new understanding of that type of consumption. Dorit was also extremely honest about wanting to look good for her husband and how dressing for him, in a way, is really dressing for herself. I think a lot of women would be afraid to admit that publicly, wanting to look great for a man, and so I really appreciated her honesty and her perspective. Dorit was engaging to talk to, and in spite of some of the topics we covered, I found her thoughtful, and yes, even down to earth. Here's our conversation. So I'm going to start by asking you what I ask everyone, which is, what are you wearing right now? Well, I am in my casual,
0: you know, black jeans, black ribbed off-white top, and Prada combat boots. Very casual, comfortable, chill. Like edgy? Edgy, yeah. I'm getting like an edgy
1: vibe. I do. I go edgy on my days off. And because the podcast is called What I Wear When, you are going to talk about what you wore when you found what you call the baby-making dress. Mm-hmm. Explain. Okay, well, I have to give you a little backstory. Yeah, give the backstory first. Uh, Yeah, I think it's necessary
0: because it's not so simple and there's like a lot of different variables. But it was Mm -hmm. a pivotal moment for you, finding this dress. Big time. And the stars were definitely in line and it fit together, thankfully, like a puzzle. But um, my husband and I got married March 2015. Um, We had already had Jagger. So we were just waiting for the right time for us both to have time to get married. And crazy enough, we were living in Los Angeles, but we decided to get married in New York City because all of my family are on the East Coast and all of PK's family are in Europe. So it was kind of a good meeting point. So I packed for this long weekend. We had a three-day wedding and I decided I wanted to wear white the whole weekend. And so that's basically what I brought with me. Didn't expect to stay very long in New York. We had to be back in Los Angeles to catch a flight for our honeymoon. So there really wasn't extra stuff that I had packed. Needless to say, everything in my luggage was white. So when we left New York City back to Los Angeles, we actually flew privately. Um, We had our best friends with us, Robin, Claudine, Keene, my in-laws who were in from London, our son Jagger, um, I think uh, a nanny and a housekeeper. And mid-flight... After two bottles of celebratory champagne, my husband decides, um, Hey, I've got a good idea. (laughs) What do you think about us stopping off in Vegas and spending the night in Vegas with our friends, Rob and Claudine? And the plane will take my parents and Jagger back home and then pick us up. We'll leave in the morning and then go off to our honeymoon. And I said, Oh my goodness. Of course, you're a little tipsy and you're like, what a great idea. Vegas! It's amazing! Yes, what a way to end our wedding weekend. And I said, you know, I only have one dress left. And it was this Oscar de la Renta cocktail dress. So cute. It was mini. It had like, it's like a bubble dress. And I thought, this is perfect. I mean, this is the end of my wedding weekend. So it's a great dress to be in Vegas and celebrate, you know, what is my wedding. So I grabbed that from the luggage, I put on the right shoes, and I sent everything back to Los Angeles. And that's all I had in Vegas is what I had on my body. We go straight to dinner, and about 15 minutes into dinner, my husband spills a full glass of red wine all over my white dress. (laughs) And I mean, he covered me. It wasn't like I had jumped up and had a little speck or... It was covered. I mean, it looked like a white and purple tie-dye dress at that point. So it was the beginning of the night, and I knew I couldn't walk around the casino and in this beautiful hotel wearing this wine-stained white dress. So I said, listen, I've got to run to the store, see what I can get. And there was about... 10 minutes left of the stores being opened and I, I ran to Alexander McQueen in the Wynn Hotel because that was a place I'd shopped frequently when we went there and I found this dress, I put it on and it was like it was made for me and it was the color red, which my husband loves me in red and it was fitted, it's a bodycon dress so it hugged all the curves and you know, in your wedding weekend you want to feel sexy. Of course. So um, I picked up some shoes and I picked up the dress and uh, wore the dress actually and walked out of the store. And this was all in the space of, I would say, five to seven minutes. Oh my God. And I came back to the table and my husband saw me and he looked at me and he was like, wow, I just, that dress is amazing. You look incredible. And I can tell you this, without getting into any graphic detail, I have named that the baby-making dress for a very good reason.
1: (laughs) I'm obsessed with this story.
0: This is a very true story. I have both dresses that I've kept and I will never get rid of. Um, Very, very, very sentimental to me. Great memories. And it's just one of those moments where I'm thankful and grateful that uh, a disaster turned into an amazing opportunity. (laughs) <laughs> Do you wear the dress now? I wore the baby-making dress several times. Um, I haven't worn it in probably a year. Um, I never wore the Oscar de la Renta again. Obviously, with the wine stain, it was, it, yeah. it was difficult, and I kind of thought we would have to throw it away, but because it was so sentimental, I wanted to give it a try to maybe get the, the wine out, and I brought it to a few dry cleaners, one of which was convinced he could get the stain out, and I just thought, you know what, go for it, and He did. And so I have kept both. I have worn the red Alexander McQueen baby-making dress, and I may still in the future. <laughs> How much was that dress? The red one? Yeah. I would say it's probably got
1: to be between two and $3,000. When you, I mean, obviously it was sort of like a state of emergency. Like you needed something to wear. Like you said, you're not going to walk around the casino in a wine-stained dress. But were you like... Did you pause for a second and be like, okay, this is like a pretty big impulse buy? Like, or were you just like swipe that card?
0: Oh my God. Let me tell you, that could have had an extra zero on it and, and, you would have I, and it. I would have gotten it. Yeah. I was so grateful that I actually found something because there's enough times where you're looking for something specific and you just can't find what you need. And so in that particular instance, it was such an important weekend for me. And we just, you know, took our plane. We, uh, Rerouted, stopped off in Vegas, you know. So it was such an impulse weekend and such an impulse moment that when that came together, I don't even know if I looked at the price, if I'm honest. Yeah. I just knew that it was going to be affordable for me. And, you know, there was no heavy embellishments and it wasn't couture and it just made sense. And again, you know, I was grateful. And I've gotten a lot of use out of it. So (laughs) well worth every penny.
1: How did you dress when you were, you grew up, did you grow up in Connecticut? In Connecticut, yeah. How did you dress when you were like, let's say, like a teen, Teen. like a teen, Teen. your early teen years? Okay. Like, what were you into?
0: Well, let me go back a little bit before then even, because I always had a flair for fashion and I loved fashion. When I could fit into my mother's clothes and she had a great figure and um, she loved fashion, I would wear her clothes in sixth grade. And my teacher would comment all the time, like, "Wow, you know, you're you're dressed so nicely." And <laughs> Very I, mature. <laughs> I it was just like wild. So I must have been twelve years old. Um, anything I can get my hands on of my mother's, I I would. And, and I she loved. was okay with that. She was, you know. Of, of course, there. I'm sure she said no a lot, but. Um, you know, like any mother, you'd like to see a smile on your, your daughter's your daughter's face, your children's face. So I, I definitely had a love for fashion. I remember in my teens, uh, which is the 90s, you know, sweatshirts were really in and I was really into champion sweatshirts. So Same. I... Yeah, I mean, that was, I just, if I think back in my teens, I wore that a lot. But again, I wore that, A, it was fashionable at the time and it was comfortable and You know, when you're 15, 16, you know, it's more about your friends and hanging out and kind of being comfortable. I wasn't going to events Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, dressing up like that. But I definitely always enjoyed dressing.
1: Do you consider yourself a shopper? I love to shop. Um, I don't have the time to shop
0: as much as I would like. Um, but I do have on, you know, my husband's here, so I'm going to have to, you know, be careful what I say. But I do have clothes coming in regularly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you buy them? Do you prefer to shop online or do you prefer to go into a store? I
0: like to shop online. I love to go in a store, but I, you know, I find that I don't have that much time when I'm here in Los Angeles. When I'm in New York, I try and make it to Bergdorf's. I shop when I'm in Vegas and when I'm in London and Paris. I mean, those are like my favorite places. And then, of course, I'm always away, so I may have an afternoon where I can pop into shops. Here in LA, my schedule is so packed, so jam-packed. I have someone who actually lives in New York City that's worked with me for a long time. She was working in a shop when I met her almost 10 years ago and she got me quite quickly and so we developed a, a relationship and a friendship and she's, she's a stylist and she'll do a lot of the purchasing and they'll, they'll send me clothes, but she knows my vibe. She knows what I like, so she filters through things and that's helpful. But I definitely have my own style and I think I dress according to how I feel
1: in any given moment. I was going to say, like, how do you describe your current style?
0: You know, I I I've such, I'm such a blend of edgy, um, trendy, classic. You know, sometimes I'm just in the mood for like a demure or classic look, um, and it depends where I'm going. You know, I'm I'm a mom on the go. When I'm with my kids, I'm dressing differently than I would to a meeting or to an event. I like vintage. I like blending vintage with
1: uh, trendy. I appreciate that you keep using the word trendy because I do feel like with a lot of women especially you know when we talk about fashion trendy is sort of like a dirty word it's off-limits like I've always been of the mind that like admitting that you're trendy is a bad thing but I I myself am very trendy and I'm not ashamed of it like I buy into trends I'll follow them I might not spend a lot of money on trends I might get that trend at Zara but I still like to be trendy. So I, I think it's cool that you are admittedly saying like, yeah, I'm trendy.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I and I keep and, up. Yes. And I think that that's, that's important also. I mean, now in the world of fast fashion, you know, trendy, you can find it at a, a reasonable price. Yeah, you don't have sure. to pay top dollar. I wouldn't say that, you know, I wait for a trend and then jump on it. It's what feels right. And I like to have my spin on things. So sometimes I'll take some inspiration from a certain trend and I really like the idea and I might do something slightly different. I love the world of fashion and so therefore I do like to follow the trends. And I love when I can identify with one of them. And I love watching the 80s and the 90s come around again. I mean, that's been so fun to play in that space.
1: And I feel like you do have fun with fashion. I mean at least when i look at you on instagram like i'm often surprised by how much fun you have like you you dress really well on the show on housewives but it seems like in your off time you actually have fun with fashion like you'll do like a look yeah like a 60s look and you'll do like the hair yeah and it's all it just is sort of joyous that you you get so You have so much fun with it. I really do. So many women just take it so seriously, especially women with money and women in the public eye. Like they're just so serious about fashion. And I think that fashion is not meant to be so serious. It's no, meant to be fun and it personality.
0: Is. It is. And I think that, you know, to each his own. I think that a lot of women don't feel comfortable going outside of their comfort zone. And for me, I like to push
1: myself because it is fun and I'm enjoying it. What's something that you've worn recently that you do feel like maybe was a departure from something that you'd normally wear or something that you felt like you actually pushed yourself with?
0: Funny enough, if I don't feel fully comfortable in it, even if I've bought it and I put it on and I have, a you know, any doubt, I don't go for it. I really don't think there's anything. It's funny because I get asked this question. I've been asked before many times. What have you worn on the show that you wish you didn't? And I really can't think of one thing. I mean, if I'm gonna wear it, then I've I wanted to even at that moment. And if I wanted to at that moment, I have no regret after. Do you choose your own clothes on the show, or do you? Oh have, yeah, oh yeah, you're able to. Oh yeah, no, the show doesn't provide
1: anything. Do you, they? Do they provide any limitations? To their, do they say like you can't wear this, or are they just like whatever? Nope. That's awesome. Nope. They will always find a way to mic you up. So <laughs>
0: whatever you're wearing, they will figure it out. You will They will get a mic on you somehow. But no, the, all the women
1: choose what they want to wear. There's no stylist. I mean, some of the women have stylists. Right, but there's not a show stylist. No. Do you feel like your style has changed since you've joined the show? Oh, yeah. And I think my style changes even year after year.
0: I think the show is a great platform. Um, for someone like me that enjoys the, the, the fashion part of it, it's a great space for me to be able to play. Um, and of course, year after year, the longer you're on, the more confidence you have. For me, it's very authentic because I enjoy it so much and because I've been in fashion for so long. I basically decide like the day of whenever I'm, whether I'm shooting something or I'm going somewhere. I'm not one of those that prepares in advance because I don't know how I feel that weekend. That weekend I might feel like, no, I don't want to wear such a light color or I feel very bright and I just really want to go for a color. Obviously events and things like that, you know, I try and plan in advance. But I always also, I, I shop so consistently and I've got new clothes consistently because I know that there's always a time and a place to wear them. So if I like something, particularly something that I know will be very sought after, you know, you're better off getting it, putting it in your closet and keeping it there because it will not
1: be there when you want to get it. You say you always have new clothes coming in. Where do they come from? All different shops. What's your fave? Oh, goodness. Well, I mean, I've got so many favorites. Or if you were like hanging out at home and you're like, okay, I'm in the mood to shop. Let me get out my computer. Let me get out my phone. Like what's the first site that you'll go to to browse? I like Mm Net-A-Porter. I like Forfetch. You know, and then I I have a lot of
0: relationships with various stores and over the years, I mean, they've really, they understand and know my style. And when something comes in, they'll send pictures, Um, you know, and I'm always, I also watch the runway shows. So I kind of have an idea and some of the stores, they even, they have their buyers because I shop there so consistently, the buyers are buying
1: with me in mind. Do you think that the runways are relevant in 2019? I do. You do. Oh
0: yeah, I do. Big time. I think that there's tons of inspiration taken from the runways. Um and I think that those looks are translated into fast fashion very quickly. I think they dictate the silhouettes, the colors, um you know, the trends for sure. And I think that it's people's interpretation, you know. I, I think people that enjoy dressing or that like fashion are certainly paying attention to the shows, and um, and they're either buying pieces from there or something that reminds them of that if they like it.
1: I feel like every time I watch the Real Housewives, whatever season it is, and I'm an avid fan of most of the most of the not seasons, but most of the what do you franchises. call them? Like franchises. Yes, yes. I feel like going from the beginning to the present. Every cast member, every season steps it up with their style. Is that because you'll watch the previous season and say to yourself, mm, I want to look better? Or is it just a matter of like, it's a new it's a new season and it's a new time? Because I do feel like, like without being rude, like I watch the show and I'm like, you all just look better and better each season. Like you clearly step it up with your looks. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that's by design or if it's just like... I think
0: naturally you're going to see yourself and then you're going to think, okay, what can I do better? Mm -hmm. So that's inevitable. And I think that it's more or less across the board after your first season, you inevitably step it up. And there's also, you know, the people around you are stepping it up. So you're kind of in good company to do so. And then there are those that, you know, they may step it up a bit, but they still stay within their comfort zone. Um, but yeah, I think that that happens. I think that you can almost guarantee when a housewife comes back for a second season, you can expect that she's going to step it up.
1: Look better. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, put a little bit more effort. Yeah. Is there any competition, do you feel? Even even amongst like the women that you're friends with, do you feel like there's any sort of competition in terms of fashion on the show truthfully and i can only speak obviously for beverly hills but
0: i don't believe there's any competition within our group that's my my feel anyway i don't feel it i think each and everyone enjoys seeing the other one and what they come out with and we all tend to be very supportive of one another um there are those that take larger risks and i think that um it's expected and I think it's appreciated by the other women
1: and they don't feel like they need to compete in any way. What do you usually put on if you don't have anything to do for the day? If you just don't have meetings, don't have, you know, commitments with the family, it's just sort of like a dirty day. Oh my like God. what do you, what do you grab days. it? I mean, yes, they're probably <laughs> not frequent, what do you gravitate toward? Like, what's your? I, if I had duty? one of the, I
0: truthfully, if I have one of those days, I may not even come out of my pajamas. Yeah, I mean that is the way I would have it all day, you know. And then I might change into sweats, like, to cook dinner. <laughs> but yeah, I. It's rare because even if I'm home and if I don't have meetings, I've got, you know, someone coming to the house or something happening. But on a Sunday, which I really try. Um, you know, to make it about the kids. If we all decide that we're staying home or it's a rainy day or any of those days, my kids and I would love to stay in our PJs. We call it a a pajama day. And we just stay in. I don't put on any makeup, barely brush my hair. I throw it up. And, you know, even if it's not a full day and we have half days of those, we do that. I mean, that's, that's my comfort, you know, in the privacy of my own home. Has motherhood changed your style at all? Oh, yeah. I think so. Oh. Well, you know, I'm not sure it has changed my style, but I will say there are certain outfits or certain looks or certain pieces that to, for me are specifically designed to wear with my kids, you know, where I can carry them. You know, it's maybe not a short top or a shorter top because my kids, you know, they're, they're three and five. And if I need to pick them up, I don't want my shirt rising above. You know, there's pieces like that or cool joggers. I mean, I really love that look. And I love that because if I want to wear it in the evening, I throw on a heel. And if I want to work with my kids, I can throw on a a boot or a sneaker. Um, I tend to, you know, leggings are a big thing. I got into the Beverly Beach Athleisure because... I love throwing on leggings and a sweatshirt and running out with my kids. And it was just became like an everyday look. And I thought, why don't I design some? Um, So yeah, I think in that regard, it has. Tell me more about Beverly Beach. Beverly Beach, my third baby. Um, Beverly Beach is started as a swimwear brand. I'd had a, a career in swimwear and it was a natural... Evolution back into the world of business for me to launch a swimwear line. But in my mind, I really wanted to create a lifestyle brand. And that is the direction that Beverly Beach is taking. It's done really well within a year. We launched Beverly Beach Athleisure, a men's line, a boys line, um, boys swimwear line, cover ups, accessories, tote bags. And now I'm in talk with a new partner. Uh, which we are looking to really just expand in the accessory line and develop new products together under Beverly Beach, cool. which I'm really
1: excited about. I love athleisure.
0: Anything yeah, athleisure
1: i I'm just like, I'm in.
0: I know, because really, I mean, you know, whether you're active, whether you're lounging, I mean, it's something that you can still look cute, you know, and, and it doesn't necessarily now... The reason why athleisure, we've adopted this term athleisure is because women are walking on the street and doing errands and doing their things in their gym clothes. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, put gym clothes in quotes because it's no longer considered gym clothes.
1: Are you somebody that... If you're, you know, in the mood to go buy something, are you somebody that sort of, like, I'm sure you know the value of a dollar, right? Like you understand the value of a dollar. I do. ingrained it in my head. Yes, I do. I've worked my whole life. Yes. But like, if you were to go buy something really expensive, do you ever say to yourself, like, okay, I'm going to get this bag, but I know it's ridiculously priced. Like, are you aware of that? Uh, I am. I'm I'm not
0: sure that I say to myself, I think this bag is ridiculously priced. What I would say to myself is probably, okay, this is a nice treat. I've earned it. I deserve it. I like it a lot. You know, I really love it. I think when it comes to buying clothes and shoes and bags, you know, for me, it's very much a part of my life. And so therefore I can justify it. Um, But I'm not reckless. You know, I don't go out and spend upwards of fifty thousand dollars for something that I'm going to wear once. Is five, six, seven thousand dollars a lot of money for a dress? Absolutely, believe me. It took me years to get to that place, and you know, once I feel like I've earned it, and I have places that I really can wear it, um, and it makes me happy. I feel like it's it's justified in my mind. Um, You know, I spend money in other areas as well. And so when I'm spending money, say, on furniture or designing something, um, you know, I might rethink a very expensive bag. Or I'll say to myself, you know, maybe I'll buy it for Mother's Day. You know, when I'm shopping, I kind of think to myself, I, I try to... You know, justify it within the means or the you know, how my life is at the moment. Do I really need this? No, I don't. Right. I have fifteen other black bags. Okay, I like it, and I'd love to buy it. Maybe I'll um, buy it for myself on on my birthday, and then come my birthday, I may want something else. Let's just put it this way: there's not a month that goes by that there's not a new thing in my closet. Does your husband shop a lot? I shop for him. I do. I've kind of taken over that department. He'll try and I think he he likes my style so he always runs things by him but then I'll buy him like some fun, cool pieces and he really likes it and I say, you know, can I, can I take over your, you know, your shopping from now on?
1: But he also enjoys it. Do you feel like, not necessarily right now, but... Are you somebody that typically had had dressed for men or for women? Well, I definitely dressed for my
0: husband, um, and I still do. And I think that even when a trend might be something that's very oversized or um, not very figure-hugging or sexy, um, I wouldn't choose to wear that if I'm going out with my husband. I choose to wear that if I'm going out with my girlfriend's. So, yes, I like to dress for my husband, though. Not because it's not imposed on me. I enjoy it. You choose it. I choose it. I
1: I love it. I want him to like what I'm wearing. What are some things that you feel like maybe he wouldn't like?
0: He's not into that man repeller kind of oversized, you know, you can't see your body in (laughs) kind of look. And he's vocal about it. He likes my figure and, you know, luckily we love one another. So, you know, we... So you care. We care. Yeah. Yeah. And we
1: we want to look good for one another. And that's so interesting because I do feel like a lot of women now in this moment are sort of very secretive about wanting to look good for a man. Because I think that it's, we've been taught, obviously, you know, dress for yourself and how you feel. But dressing for a man doesn't mean that you're not dressing for yourself. You're exactly. not wearing, like you said, it's not imposed on you.
0: No, and also I'm not wearing something that I'm uncomfortable that you're, right, in. Right, that you don't like. No, exactly. It's I mutual. mean, I, Right. When I'm shopping, I'm shopping for things that I like. I mean, having the idea in mind that he would like it as well is desirable to me, you know, and that definitely aids in my decision. Um, You know, I don't always want to be in a figure-hugging dress or something that's, you know, of course you want to be comfortable, but you also want to appeal to your better half, to your other half, your husband, your boyfriend. I do anyway. It doesn't mean that it's right or wrong. I think that to each his own, but for me, I enjoy it. And P.K. also enjoys it. He he's someone who appreciates fashion. He's someone who appreciates the fact that I take risks and that I like style He probably doesn't appreciate as much as I spend on on clothes, but that's okay. (laughs) That's totally okay. Um, And that's justifiable in some regard. (laughs) But, um, But I do like to dress for him. I do. I like to dress for myself in things that I know he would like.
1: I want to do a quick speed round with you. So I'm going to ask you some questions and then just answer the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. What was the last thing you bought? Uh, Definitely an article of clothing or a pair of shoes. Do you remember what they were?
0: They could be these Prada boots that I have on today. I love them. Which are like just cool Prada uh, combat boots, black. High heel. With, yeah, with a heel. What was your first concert? John Bon Jovi.
1: Yes. It's 1984. That's a good one. Or two. Yeah. It was good. What would be your last meal on earth? Oh, huh.
0: That is a tough one. Uh, either a good New York pizza. I don't know. That's difficult. I mean, I, again, even with food, it's like it depends. Sometimes I'm in the mood for comfort food. Sometimes I'm in the mood for sushi and something really clean. So I guess how I felt that day. How do you fall asleep at night? Meaning, how do you unwind? Mm, my favorite thing to do is to watch a show with my husband in bed before we go to sleep and unwind.
1: What are you guys watching now? Well, we are in
0: between shows. In fact, we just had this conversation. He's with me today. We just had this conversation in the elevator on the way up. Um, He's just gotten back from London. He came back yesterday. He's been gone for two weeks. And we said, we've got to get back into This Is Us. There is, um, we just finished Succession. Yes. Just finished Succession. That's a big one. Yeah. We love it. We love watching our shows together.
1: What era do you identify most with fashion-wise? My God, if you didn't say fashion-wise, I could give you one. Fashion-wise?
0: Or or not. I always thought that I should have been born in like the 50s. I know that sounds crazy. Why? Women dressed. They dressed up. They dressed up to go to the grocery store. Yeah. They took pride in the way they looked Um, head to toe. Little hats and gloves and I love that. I
1: enjoy it. So for me, I could have been born in that era. Those are the days when like women would dress up to go to the theater. Yes. Now you go to the theater and people are in sweatpants. And that's the only thing where I'm like, let's, let's knock off the athleisure at the theater and like put on totally, a nice dress.
0: Totally. And I just have to say, I am one of those people that you will find at the theater that even though most people aren't dressing up, I am. Yeah, I do too for that. I, I just,
1: I have to if I want to. You like, know? I don't even wear jeans to the theater. Like no. I will wear, like not even nice jeans. Like I'll wear something better.
0: I want the full experience. I know. The full experience. Um, fashion-wise, I mean, I love, I you know, I think the 20s and 30s are a lot of fun. 50s and 60s for sure. And then I didn't appreciate 80s and 90s fashion growing up in the 80s and 90s, but I certainly do now. It's so nostalgic and I'm having so much fun playing in that space. Thank you so much. Thank you, Perry. This was awesome. This was a lot of fun. Thank you.
1: What I Wore When is a production of Glamour and iHeartRadio with new episodes dropping every Monday. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm your host, Glamour Digital Director, Perry Samitin. Follow me on Instagram at Perry Samotin, P-E-R-R-I-E-S-A-M-O-T-I-N. Our executive producer is Allie Perry, and our producers are Glamour's Kim Fassaro and iHeart's J.J. Posway. What I Wore When is engineered by Emily Marinoff and Derek Clements. Special thanks to Julie Shen and Diana Buckman at Condé Nast. For more information on today's episode, go to Glamour.com slash what I wore when.